Well, hello everyone and welcome to Saints Radio. I am so grateful that the Lord has given us the opportunity to be together today. Last week, I I don't really know what happened. Um, we, I did the full broadcast up here and <laughs> realized afterwards that it it didn't do anything. <laughs> it wasn't going, it wasn't broadcasting. We still can't figure out why. But um, I apologize to that because this is for that because this is really, this is important to me and I know to, uh, to Monica and it's important to our network family and I just hate when we uh, aren't able to deliver, as it were, what it is that we made a commitment to do. It wasn't for lack of trying. Every now and then things just kind of go weird and there's no explanation for it. We, we aren't nickel and diming anything. There's no reason from our signal. It's the best, just about the best you can get why it didn't work and so but anyway apologies and it's great to be able to to uh, reach out today and um, I truly want to thank all of you in advance for your prayers in uh, in regard to this pending journey into the great nation of Brazil, which is upon us. <laughs> uh, I will say, for those of you who have have the schedule, that we were notified, or I was notified this morning, that there are two additional services to the list that you have. Um, in Cabo Frio on Saturday and Sunday, the 11th and 12th, there is now a morning service. So, a morning meeting. I don't know what time. I don't know the duration. But it will be. So, if you would just kind of pencil in there in your schedule to pray for us, for the Murata Church, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. Now, they are currently three hours ahead of us in Dallas, two hours ahead of folks on the uh, on the eastern seaboard. And for those of you in Europe, let's see, you're seven hours from us, so you're four hours ahead of them. I'm pretty sure my math is right. So, and everybody else, you just figure it out for yourself. I hope I got that right. It's it's enough for me to figure out how many hours are we apart. <laughs> so, um, it's uh, it's very interesting to be serving the Lord together in these unusual days, and um, I know that. We have a task to do. 
last week on the broadcast, the lost broadcast, I spent a long time talking about Catafroneo, that message that I brought a week ago on Sunday about despising different things and how that word is sounds really caustic. And it doesn't really mean despise in the way that we would think despising is. Uh, but it, it does mean to recognize what God has created you to be and to do and to allow the spirit within to develop and dictate that. And then you you recognize how valuable that is and it's not that you dismiss what anybody else is called to do, but if if anything else would try to take away from what your you know your calling is, that you view it accordingly. That that you don't you don't look at anything else and say, Oh, wow, that sure is flashy. I like to dabble into that, um, to treasure and to cherish what God has called you to be. You know, in uh, Romans 12, it talks about not thinking more highly of yourself than you ought. And that's hooperphroneo, which means stay in your lane. You know, on the one hand, don't, don't, don't look at some other thing and say, I'm going to abandon what God has called me to be or I'm going to serve two masters. In a, in a way, despise that from your perspective uh, in, a, in appreciation of what God has given you. But then on the other hand, don't introduce ambition into your identity. Don't introduce competitiveness or or your own um, desires of being what somebody else is called to be at the expense of what you are called to be. You know, don't, don't think more highly is, I guess that's an, a good word, but I would, I would say it, don't, don't uh, view yourself in a way that is anywhere other than what you're called to be. And sometimes we see an anointing on somebody else or we, we see the effectiveness of their ministry. That should simply sharpen iron. That should simply say, hey, I, I, don't, I don't want to be anything less than what God's made me to be. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna offer up a half, a half-baked edition of what God's asked me to be. So don't think of yourself beyond what you're called to be. More highly makes it seem like you, yours is not important. That somebody else is more valuable to God than you. And so I find. I find a measure of mm, a measure of 
disagreement with the way that was translated because it it conveys what God's spirit means but it doesn't in in a way that might lead our interpretation down a path that it wasn't supposed to go down so let's value what God has given us let's not want to go beyond what God has made us be the best that you're supposed to be based in the spirit within and go forward um, with a with a heady measure of respect for that identity because you you are representing God and don't find something else appealing in fact that's that's better than saying despise to me don't find the attractiveness in something else oh yes you can give God praise for the way that somebody really delivered but you be what you're supposed to be and um uh don't um don't look beyond that in a competitive type of way and don't um don't be trying to engage in a swap meet so that you can become something that that you um that you're really not called to be people can function in identities that they're not called to function in you do realize it we do that when we have to do the work of somebody else you know there are a lot of times where i think well you know it'd be great if we had this here but we're going to improvise and we'll become whatever is necessary. That's what elactos means. You know, I'm going to become whatever God needs me to become so that, <clears throat> that he will be glorified, so that he will increase. Whatever his increase demands, I'll be that. And um, pastors are trained, well, not necessarily trained, but... Um, by necessity have to do that but somewhere in the in the center of it is what god really wants you know you don't you you sometimes have to compensate for things that are missing so that the job is done and but then you also need to recognize what you really are called to be and be that and you don't try to squeeze into the into the corner office if your office is really down the hall in an area that is more befitting of what your what your uh, expertise in the spirit is i that's easier said all those things are easier said than done um and and i think for me I I I don't know how well I do with this but you know we present our calling as saints in many different nations and you know as a remnant you know you you look foolish 
and you know as a remnant maybe you're not as flashy as others and it's it's difficult to keep people who are called to stay in that lane and not chase off somewhere else it's kind of like shepherding um you know you got to keep your sheep in line but um as we uh, as we go into this nation and we're uh, we're called to represent the message that we as saints have embraced and we know that there are several different types of ministry uh, giftings that we're going to be presenting this to many different venues with lots of different ways that they have thrived um how do you become all things to all people for the Christ that we love? And then you you just desperately want people to have their gifting from God identified and that it would have life breathed in and through it and from it and that they would cherish then what God has done and decide to grow in it. We need the presence of the Lord. We need, you know, Monica and I were talking about um, some of the ways that God helped to train us as a church, and but but uh, and I said, you know, there there's no re there's really no way that I can that I can assess that I would have been willing to take to go myself or to take the congregation to this place to be trained in this area unless God had already touched us and changed us. And that was the inclination then that made me willing to go and to accept. So I guess what I'm saying is we must have his presence. We must have the atmosphere of heaven. We must have the vitality of the heart of the Father there. Because if we don't have that, we're not going to be able to compete with the Latin passion. If we don't have that, we're not, we're not slick enough to provide a, a dog and pony show that will lead people into wanting to become saints. And, and if we don't have that, our message with the spirit and power it begins with the spirit we have to have that before function amen, amen. i've been rambling here at the beginning i've never um, thought about our competition being latin passion <laughs> well you know what i mean I well you go down there and they're doing their worship and they've got all their man their moves and they're they're just yielding themselves to God and I'm thinking oh my goodness this is Ricky Ricardo anointing here Babalu <laughs> so <laughs> you may be able to compete with that but I sure I sure don't no, I'm totally with you it's you come to the point where if you're not reflecting the spirit of the Lord and his his love and his passion and you know, we've been talking about this for the last number of weeks about just how God has really positioned us to be 
We talked about it yesterday about being an example. And it's, yes, it is what we know, but it's way more who we know. Yeah. And I, it, it's just really been interesting. Just the whole preparation for this trip, for this ministry has been different in so many ways because first of all, we know that we don't really know what we're supposed to do. And yeah. yet we know that the spirit does. <laughs> and we want to, you know, we talk about the open heaven and we talk about heaven to earth and we talk about his kingdom come. We want to be those that would step into an atmosphere and and welcome heaven to earth and to welcome that atmosphere and be ready to step into that whatever he wants to do and whatever he wants to teach, whatever he wants to impart. But, I mean, I'm going with the fear of God in me <laughs> because I, I mean, I, I, I feel that fire. I feel, um, I feel the, the weightiness of the hour. And I feel the, um, well, it's just the weightiness. I don't know how else to describe it. And, you know, interestingly, we're in this transition moment from glory into truth, right? Mm -hmm. Like right now we're in, we're in that. And on Saturday when we came to pray, you know, we come for first Saturday and I don't know about how it is for you all, but I... I read the directive, I, I process it after it's sent to me, and I pray over it because I feel a measure of responsibility over it, but I walk in with with no expectations mm -hmm. other than just to come and meet with God and partner, and, um, and it's always such an amazing surprise, wonder how he how he moves amongst his people on that during that prayer time and and shows uh, just glimpses of, of who he is and how he's moving through his intercessors and um, I don't know yeah that's 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 so true but and I did when I came in on Saturday it's like I felt like I walked into that that it's not a chasm, it's um, the depth of his presence. And and I, 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 it's like I felt like I was standing between those that, that point of transition. You never leave that presence, but there is a measure of, of truth and commissioning as sons that he has for us in this hour that we have to step into just in the time frame, in the timetable of the Lord, and as we go forward, so, um, I don't know, it's, it's, I do know that, just being completely transparent, it has been a battle, I have been battling for two weeks now, and I know that it's, um, I, I, I was really, really 
thankful yesterday when the word started coming about God's sovereignty and his rule and to apply his sovereign rule into our lives and for whatever it is that that we're needing or I don't know that's good yeah I'm just rambling no I I it, it, this is a, a really unique journey. Like when we went for the theater um, ministry in Sao Paulo, we we were going to record those things so that they could be distributed. And I believe that that is happening. We'll have to we'll have to touch base on what's actually been going on with those. But we had to be a little more structured with what we were going to do when then because we were basically preparing something for a distribution but um, I as much as I've tried I've not been able to prepare anything for any of these sessions and I think that's just the way God has been honing us um, or, or at least me, and um, of course you have to have some kind of agreement. We've talked a little bit about what interchange will happen in, in different places. You know, you're going to have these meeting, these this meeting, and then I'll follow up <coughs> in some way. And we talked with Pastor Fulton about what he was feeling led to do, and but for me, it's. I feel like there are going to be new things that are brought forward down there. And and I think that, you know, particularly what um, Rafa asked for regarding the kingdom and the, the, the signs and wonders of the kingdom and welcoming the spirit to move. Um, I'm, I'm, I've been studying obviously about what the kingdom really means, and it, it doesn't just mean the place where your feet are established. That's the word that it is. But if you don't, if you don't have the kingdom within, there's no sense even asking for the kingdom to come. And and I think that's when Jesus taught the disciples to pray. He talked about his father, our father in heaven, that heavenly measure, the saintly calling and the authority of the name that backs that hagios identity. That's relationship and that's authority. That has to be developed before you can move anywhere in the spirit. You're established with the father you're established with his holy calling. You're established with the authority of his name. And if you don't have that, go home. Because you can, you can blow the shofar and you can shout real loud, but if you don't have that, there's no reason for you to ask for the kingdom to come. Because it's, it should be established within you. Mm -hmm. Just like the flow of the Spirit if, if you're not active in the spirit within you, being born again, of course, 
if you're not letting that breathe, if you're not letting that develop, if you're not letting that position you, if you're not letting that um, express the DNA or the index of what God put you on this earth to do, then what is, what is the spirit of God coming as the wind? How is it going to find a point of contact with you? You know? How, how's it going to communicate with you? Um, you might have an experience, but... And those are precious. But, so the kingdom within, it's like Jesus said, kingdom of God is within you. Um, kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Those three. And that's that's within you. So if, if you if you don't have that base, then and if you're not moving with the Father on behalf of what his throne is doing and his authority, the authority of his name, that's the beginning point before you can ask for the kingdom to come and then for the the dispensation of his will to be done as it is in heaven. And I, I guess that's kind of like the 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 ladder for Jacob and Bethel. You know, you're you're wrestling with God there. You know, you're you're submitting yourself to him. And I suppose that the wrestling wasn't just to see who could get the three count. I mean, even with the things that we give to God, even with the things that we, we say we want him, there's still a wrestling with that. I mean, the whole process is a wrestling. You know? It, it, it's, it's not... And, and then, but see, you got that wrestling, and then you've got the wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. The whole measure of you asserting the kingdom is you positioning and you yielding to God. I, anyway, I'm just off and rambling here. Of course, I can't say any of that in that way down there. Because the people will look at me like I'm nutto, which they probably do anyway. But who knows what God will do. But we need your prayers. We thank you for them. We just want to be effective for our Father. Because the great army of the saints is, is there. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, I was looking through the the first results of the um, <laughs> I just got I was going to look up the results. I <laughs> Latam Airlines has written to me stating that um, Reminding me of when our departure is for Sao Paulo. Isn't that great? I'm really thankful for our 
work and for the intercessors and for this spiritual family that God has given to us, all of us. Mm-hmm. And may this, this, I know that there's always intercession that, that goes forth on behalf of what God's doing apostolically. And we, There's just really no way to describe the, the just the deep gratitude for knowing that that's happening, knowing that you're being covered and yeah. and that His purpose is being covered. Boy, and I honestly, it has been it's just been so profound to me the number of people that have reached out and and said, you know, extended their 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 blessing and their intercession and their um, just encouragement and confidence and and it's just I'm just very thankful and those of you that have reached out you know who I'm talking about <laughs> um, and I know that those who haven't are praying because that's just who we are as a people and um, I, I just your prayers are heard and they are felt, and I feel so insulated by those prayers that, because, um, you know, this is a different day. This is, uh, we've been traveling for a long time, and we have, we have, we have been in this place so many times as far as preparing to, to leave the country, and it always comes with a measure of trepidation and I think not in the spirit but yes some measure of, of apprehension and and but confidence and we've traveled through dark times we've traveled through times heightened times of terrorism and and all kinds of things that have happened in the world over the last 20 years we're in the day like no other and um, we don't go in fear mm -hmm. we go in confidence and in peace and and we feel the shalom upon us and we go in that in that shalom greeting and we will come back with it and fulfill what God has us to fulfill but I had some of the intercessors from um, the women that you just recently went to to visit and minister with who contacted me and and connected me in a conference call with them a couple of mornings ago and for about 45 minutes they prayed in the spirit over me wow yeah yeah and i mean you have no idea how what that did for me because she i mean they just said we just want you to sit and receive and um, and that's what I did, wow. and and then they spoke prophetically, and and so that's wonderful. Yeah, and and others too. I mean, and I could name names, <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is, is that we're so thankful and we're so grateful for the intercession of all of our saints and for those that love the Lord and love His purpose and want to see it fulfilled to the uttermost parts of the earth and who support 
um, in so many different ways, just this apostolic ministry. Yeah. Because we could not do it without you. And it's, it's, this is our mission at the throne, and we are all there. And, um, yeah, so that's good. Hallelujah. Um, Susan McGill gave me these little drops. They're thieves oil. I think that's what she said. Yeah, thieves I oil. I don't know what that is, but nonetheless, I just want to say, <laughs> yesterday I thought I was going to have to leave the service, and she came and handed me two, and I popped one in my mouth, and these things have an anointing. Yeah. I need a whole bag. <laughs> Well, you know, the sparrows introduced the thieves' oil to our family. And remember I told that crazy story about Katie putting that thieves' oil on her feet and she was walking through the kitchen or whatever. And then that next morning, I got up early and I walked in there to make coffee and all of a sudden my feet started burning. Remember that? Yes. And I thought, what? what is this spiritual? What is this? And then I, I recognized... <laughs> <laughs> the day later. <laughs> yeah, you can buy the stuff that you squirt hand purifying. And they said that, who who knows really what the story is. It's a good story that thieves used to put that on them because they would go into places and they didn't want to get sick, I guess. So That's an interesting thing for them to be worried about. Well. When they're thievery, yeah, yeah. thieving. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe the, the story was just dumbed down by me. But you know, thinking of that kind of thing, I really do miss Robin. I know that you all miss Robin as well. I just, I, I know that she is, she is up there with the Lord just dancing around with Jesus. <laughs> hmm. But I do miss her very, very much. <clears throat> anyway. Well. Thieves' oil. Um, so, there's so many aspects of what um, what God's wanting to do through the saints in the next year, particularly. And you're right; it is. The truth, sonship, if there's ever a time for that to be demonstrated, it's its now. And um, we just have to be so precise in our hearing and our obedience to go where we're to go, to do what we're supposed to do, to offer from here what we're supposed to offer, be creative in that. Uh, I just, I, I just, I desperately know we need that. And the strategy for what we're supposed to do in in the nations in this next year, uh, to, to carefully hear and 
and to take steps of faith to do them. Man, oh man. And that, that you know, that, that doesn't even detail what's going on in the world. Yeah, when you said that, immediately it's like my spirit went forth a year and which was really unique and I thought about November of 2024 which will be the election and we will be right yeah we will be in that transition point between truth and judgment and burning mm. and I think that's going to be significant with regards to the election of our nation and what <laughs> what God's going to do I think God's going to give us strategy praying into that as well throughout this year. Because, I mean, guys, as the ecclesia, we have a responsibility to that. And in our nation, my hands are sweating. Said <laughs> thieves. Yeah. But it's encouraging to me, too, because uh, I have a hard time even reading the news these days. And I'm, I don't like politics. I don't like politics for what it is in the nasty sense. And um, so I don't really enjoy that. But I do know that we have a responsibility before the throne. And like you've said so many times, we can't, we can't change what what God has ordained to accomplish but what we can do is 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 be the be the voice be the intercessor on behalf of the fulfillment and to stand against the enemy trying to change the times mm-hmm. and so it's going to be an interesting year but it's going to be a good year yeah you know i i never I never imagined that our country would be experiencing the things that it's experiencing. It, it's just been a continuous, maybe I just was in oblivion, but since 2015, with that 2016 election cycle, I was just shocked, almost repeatedly by the miscreant attitudes and behaviors that are just openly flaunted in this country. And the past week, and I, I don't want to go down this corridor, I'll just mention it, it's just been alarming to me, the, the protests against Israel that have been taking over you know, there were 100,000 people in Washington, D.C. the other day. They tore down the, or they vandalized the Benjamin Franklin statue. It's, it's unbelievable. And, I, you know, I was reading the BBC this morning, and I saw that a train station that I was in in Scotland less than a year ago was totally packed with people that were cursing Israel and and the United States and the British government and stating all these crazy things about how the Pakistanian the Palestinian people were were being 
genocided. And, and, you know, it's like God said, I'll let them believe a lie in the days of the end. And you just think, how could these things be in America? And at least, at least I'm grateful that this administration now is is publicly stating they support Israel. Whatever they may be doing behind the scenes, I don't know. But um, I just can't imagine that. And can you imagine what it must be like in France with all of the Islamic... Um, we saw that when we were traveling during the, the different... You mentioned the different... Um, terror outbreaks mm -hmm. and we and there's nothing against Muslim people it's, it's not it it's the radical groups but you just wonder you talk about the time frame and you talk about the being able to travel you just think when is some wacky thing going to happen and we're, we're going to be prohibited from traveling again, you know? When, when will this door close because of this kind of uh, brutish behavior and, and demonstrations? And we really do need to work and work diligently letting the light shine because... It's just alarming. Not in fear, but aware. You know? Well, you were in Brussels, and the whole city was shut down, in lockdown, because of basically this same thing, mm -hmm. this same ideology. Mm -hmm. and, and remember, we were there. We were there. We were in that meeting place. We had meetings going on. And we were determined we were going to do what God sent us to do. And he would protect us. But there were some people who thought we weren't focusing enough on the chaos that was going on. That we, I don't know what, there was one woman who was a great, really great translator who just became infuriated because we weren't, we were in the middle of it, and we weren't giving it enough attention. <laughs> Which we're in the middle of it because God sent us here, and we've got to do what we're called to do. Um, people are going to be people, but we, we've just got to stay focused on what the Father has entrusted to us. And, um, man, what a day. It, it reminds me of what Don Potter was singing in that prophetic song when he talks about when darkness comes, then you invade heaven. You just you need to you need to invade heaven, and and that's our place. I mean, our our place is, and our perspective should be from there. Yeah. And um, what is God doing at the throne? What? And that's what we've got to do. Mm -hmm. We can't, 
it's, it's not, we can't wrestle with flesh and bone. We, we have to keep our, our perspective on what he's doing from the throne and, um, it's going to get more and more intense. And I, I feel so strongly that he is honing our spiritual senses to be able to, to do that because there's a lot of voices, there's a lot of noise and it's really easy to, I, there's so many things happening right now in my personal life. There, I, and another one just happened right before we went on the air that I'm going to have to deal with. I, and I just, I, it's like, I, it's almost like I just have to laugh <laughs> because I just have to think, okay, what's one more thing? And yet it doesn't change what, you know what I mean? It, mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know. God is good. God is good and his, his. His grace is sufficient, and he he will he is leading us all in truth. So, mm. yeah. <coughs> well said. <laughs> no about that. So, um, we obviously will not be here to do a broadcast the next two weeks we will we're working to do our very best to present some kind of a um, of a report of, for next Wednesday's Wednesday Night Live and I'm I have expressed that intent to the guys who are here and they I believe will be uh, discussing it together this weekend to determine what they need for us to do so that this can be brought forward but um, it would be uh, a Wednesday night live special edition but um, so we'll just believe that we can that we can do that but no Saints Radio for the next two weeks and for that I am sorry so then we come back the week after Thanksgiving alright no not after the week of Thanksgiving yeah but we come back to radio the week after Thanksgiving oh 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 yeah well, yeah yeah we'll have a broadcast on the 27th Well, I just had that discussion with the French folks. Oh, okay. Because, oh, yeah, and uh, that's why that was very much on my my thinking. So, I uh, I I'm just. You know, see, here's the weird thing, because what what I what I'm doing is 
totally not what I would have ever expected I would do. Because, you know, when I was a little boy, I never, I was afraid to go anywhere, basically. I had to be around my, my mom or in a place where I felt comfortable. And, you know, I just, you know, I've obviously changed, but still when, when I'm ready to go somewhere, I, I, I think, you know, as far as going overseas or whatever, I think, you know, I don't really want to do this, you know, inside, you know, mm-hmm. and, and plus what I feel the pulse of the histeme here, it's always a riveting feeling to tear away from that because of the, what God has commissioned to be done here and it's 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 just a different feeling i'm more than happy to do what the father says to do and you know i'm willing to go we've done that but it's not like i'm jimmy stewart and it's a wonderful life where i go to mr dower and i want the big suitcase because i want to go here and i want to go here and i want to go here so this is this is not like these trips are self-serving and so from that standpoint and from the the many obligations that you particularly have during this season and um all the other things you know my little Allie is uh, is going to be acting in a play that, uh, that is very she I'm proud of her I'm proud of both of them but particularly this thing that she's doing, I'm going to miss all of it. But again, I talked to her yesterday and said, you know, I'm really proud of you. I'm so sorry that I'll miss this. We, we made these agreements to go and to minister. And she said, that's okay. I appreciate that. But, you know, it's not like you just have the wanderlust and you you just want to go I I know that God has arranged this time and it's his mission and we're happy to serve him but it's 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 not from any self-seeking view it's and and I pray that the Lord will use will use that it's a privilege to be able to go but um, and to minister and to to fulfill what he has prepared us to impart there it, it's it's a privilege but um what a what a thing to serve the lord what a blessing it is and you, you this is not to compare in any way but the lord left his throne to come here not to compare the two but just the fact that he would do the ultimate demonstration of the of the weak comparison that i'm bringing here is is really a 
an amazing show of his love and his commitment to the Father. And, you know, hmm. <coughs> so we just, we're all in this together. I'm sure that so many of you will be in in ministry in some way whether it's online or actually being there with the Brazilian folks and then I don't know what's going to happen when the peripheral nations in South America really open um, I I was looking today at Argentina I was looking at the, I don't know why, I just felt like I should do that. And I was looking at the border between Brazil and Argentina. And I, I, I just, there's this, there's this place, and I don't remember the name of it, where these huge waterfalls are on both sides of this kind of river pass, passway. And it's it's it separates Argentina and Brazil, and you can go on the Brazilian side, you can go on the Argentinian side, but you can you can take a boat in this waterway, and these are massive waterfalls. They kind of remind you of of Niagara Falls. I don't remember the name of it, and I was looking at that, and I thought that would be neat to do, and I'm watching it, and I thought. You know, I remember going into Argentina and the the crazy spiritual encounters that were there, and the 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 war, the, the the warfare that the enemy was trying to engage in there. Uh, and I remember that those Argentinian guys came up to the convention center here, and the the one evangelist prophesied basically what we're doing he prophesied to me about teaching thousands of pastors and I'm I'm thinking okay I know this is from the Lord and then he came back and said more um, so I know it it's something that the Father has given us to do. So I, I don't even know. That's the beauty of it. We don't have, the only strategy we have is to obey and to wait and hear from him. And and, and I was looking too at, at Manaus again and praying, God, what do you want there? Because I know we're going to be invited two or three times on this trip to go up there. And and I know I've got to just answer, we're praying about it. Because they want you to say yes. You don't go, if we learn something from the Old Testament, even though God prophesied something, you don't go until he says go. Because if you go ahead of the time, it's it's death. Wow. We need, uh, 
we need his direction and and for you all because people hearing this right now some of you are going to be leading teams down there in the next year just the way it is folks that's it just the way it is um so whatever you're praying and investing is is really um in some ways sowing sowing a seed for for what you're going to be doing you're going to you're going to be um enjoying the the benefits of your uh, of your journey by praying into it now and um that's just it and of course we're praying also for our french folks because they they're negotiating at this point for these uh for the for the national seminar we heard that our our dear friends in Biarritz have found a home so they they now have a house that they're buying and and so we're <coughs> making plans in our thinking and in our prayers as to when we need to go there because that's an important it's a vital place for that continent that was shown in a lot of visions a lot of TTT things that we did with the French we could see that judgment and burning fire of the Lord moving from that corner of France so get ready get ready get ready and I know you you really enjoy that for me to be talking about other trips beyond the one we're about to go on oh no I love you know I love France <laughs> no. we can talk about that anytime ah <clears throat> uh, wow but to the trip at hand yes we, we leave on Wednesday we would appreciate <coughs> prayers travel, safe travel, and um, some smooth sailing. Yes. Um, so, we actually fly from here on the outbound to Miami, which is that airport you feel like you're in a Latin American country it's so we'll start praying then we'll work up our Latin passion for South America <laughs> <coughs> yeah <sighs> well thanks for joining us today we truly do appreciate your your alliance for this mission that God has given to all of us for the world this gospel of the kingdom being preached throughout the world in the vein of a witness and it should be to all nations and then the end comes 
So God bless all of you. We'll miss uh, being able to reach out but uh, in this way, but we, we thank you for your, your stand and your agreement and your girding us up. And all these places uh, that we're going, sincere people who've been fasting and waiting um, on the Lord for whatever it is that he's sending through the saints. So, God bless all of you. Thanks so much. And um, we'll talk to you in this broadcast again in just a few weeks. Goodbye.